and welcome back to another edition of McKenna's NHL Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle McKenna. So here we are. We're in the Stanley Cup Finals, the defending champions, the Pittsburgh Penguins and Sidney Crosby and company. They're leading 2-0. A lot of us are scratching our heads, uh, thinking this series should be at least tied at 1 after the uh, dominating play of the Nashville Predators in the second and third periods of Game 1. Uh, and just for the record, I want to say I did pick Nashville in 7. Do I change my prediction? Absolutely not. Um, so I'll still say Nashville wins in seven. Uh, so from here on out, I think the home team's going to win every game, obviously besides game seven, because then that would mean the Penguins would win, uh, back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. And today, instead of just having me talk, we're going to have, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning Power Play Radio, uh, host Mark Citron with us, and we're going to discuss the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm sure Mark, uh, who is a Pittsburgh native, is going to have a lot of things to say, uh, about my past picks, as I believe I was just called out that as I only picked Pittsburgh once uh, throughout the playoffs, and here they are up two nothing in the Stanley Cup Finals. How's it going? Hey, Mark, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, so I hear you're back in Pittsburgh. I am. I was in town for Game Two, and it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you for doing this again. Uh, okay, so let's just get right into it. I know you know you kind of want to point some figures at me and give me a hard time because I only picked the Pittsburgh Penguins to win once out of the entire four rounds so far in the 2017 Stanley Cup Finals. So just let it all out. Just let it loose. Well, you know I won't because I'll be straight honest with you. I mean, you want everyone, including myself. Like I last night. Somebody asked me, what are your thoughts? Every every game, someone asks, what are your thoughts? And for a guy who really hasn't played hockey much of his life, it's it means a lot for someone to ask me their opinion. But let's just say it. No matter how much character they have, there's just always, it's kind of like you, there's always something that holds me back. It's like, eh, well, you know, this won't work. I just don't, it'll be a close game, but they'll probably lose in overtime. But, uh, no, I mean, but then, you know, they go out last night. I mean, Matt Murray... I mean, kept them in the game. Really, he was the reason that they had the chance to win. And, you know, obviously, Gensel's a great story. But I'm not going to – until they win their fourth game, I won't do that. So, But when I when I see that, I <laughs> maybe it's a good thing when you predict them to lose because they usually do come on top the next time. But, you know, I mean, game three is always the worst when you go to the – when you're up 2-0. I mean, it's it's like I wonder what the stats are. Especially when you're playing in the other building and in Nashville. I mean, I'll be honest right here. I think Nashville's probably going to whoop them next game. Wouldn't you think, Kyle? Let's be real. What do you think? You know, that's funny you mentioned that, Mark. I was just on a good buddy of mine, Zach Flaherty, his podcast, and we we're talking about uh, similar topics. And he asked me the same question. He's like, well, what do you think happens in game three and four? And I said, honestly, I was like, there's no way Nashville loses game three. I think Nashville comes out in game three a lot of emotion, uh, and will gain momentum right away, and I think they win big. I think we see a reverse score from Game 2, but in favor of the Predators. In Game 4, I see possibly a double overtime game, low scoring. So that's what I see, and I know Matt Murray, look, he's been great. You can't take anything away from him, but I still, um, you know, I stand strong on this. I think Evgeny Malkin has been the Penguins' best player. I think without Malkin, there is no 2 nothing lead. Uh, we could potentially see, you know, the series being 2-0 with Nashville. I think that's how important Malkin is. Um, but, hey, give credit where it's due. Matt Murray has been composed, taking care of his rebounds very well. He's not giving the Predators those second or third chances. So I do give you kudos on that. He, he has been really good. 
you know, it's a team effort, but it just all starts from your back end forward. I mean, Maddie, it starts with Maddie, it starts with Dumlin, starts with Mata, even though that goal, the first goal Nashville had, he got absolutely undressed. But he eats a lot of minutes. I mean, Hainsey, Schultz, Justin Schultz, I mean, these guys are everyone, I mean, Ian Cole, I mean, they've all just stepped up. There's no Chris Letang, and that's really what baffles me is like you, everyone forgets you know how and let that up you lose that guy lost in the shuffle it's amazing i mean the way that the, everyone has played it's just a team effort you know from rust i mean that's what amazes me the most i mean it just drops my jaw i mean and then you know what what bothers me here in pittsburgh is that the media sways so much so Watch them go into Nashville, lose both games, and then the Pittsburgh media is going to all of a sudden throw a whole panic. And, you know, they're going to say, go back to Murray. Or, excuse me, go back to Flurry. If, if that were to happen, because it's just... Because I, I saw a writer in Colin Dunlap, he said, this series is already over. It's like, dude, are you... You just remind me, and I don't want to be too explicit, you remind me of a very good-looking female that just wants attention somehow, where she literally just... Bust it all out! Like, what are you saying? That do you want? Do you want to? Do you you want to jinx? He literally says it. I thought he was joking at first. I thought it was just a tweet, but then I saw Colin. If you look on Twitter, it's Colin Dunlap again. He, he, I'm not gonna get on the guy, but it's like, dude, you're asking. I mean, do you know anything about hockey? It's not three zero. It's two zero, bud. And we're going to Nashville. He says. Name me reasons why. I say, well, first of all, the power play went 0 for 7 last night. So it's a concern. And I'm not going to ramble on all day here, but I'm telling you, as hockey guys, would you, how much would you disagree with that? The series is not even close to over. Not even close. Well, Mark, you're always an entertainer. I, I appreciate the humor as well. Uh, three things I can build off what you just said is, you know, there was a lot of concern with the Penguins not having Latang and some other injuries, but what's going right for the Penguins, which the Predators have lost this round, is, you know, to win a Stanley Cup championship, you need to be deep in all areas of the ice. And those role players, whether it's a guy like a Schultz or a Gensel or for the, you know, the Predators, it's got to be a guy from their third or fourth line who's going to step up and execute. And no one's done that yet for the Predators. They can't always rely on P.K. Subban, Roman Yossi, you know, Pekka Philip Forsberg, of course, Arvidsson. Forsberg's been their best forward by far. But if you look at the history of cup-winning teams, there's always that one guy who you almost forget about because he was a role player, and then he ends up getting himself a contract in the offseason because he had such a good playoffs. The Predators need that. They don't have one of those role players who needs to step up. I think Nashville is going to win big in Game 3. I can't see this being a short series. And like you said, there is reason for concern in Pittsburgh, um, especially going 0 for 7 on a power play when you have a guy like Phil Kessel, Crosby, and Malkin. Um, you know, God forbid game three, we go into game three and the Predators do get that role guy going. Like I I just mentioned, or they do finally execute and on the power play. If that stays Uh, the same for the Penguins, then the guy that needs to step up is Pecorino. I mean, he's been terrible. I mean, everyone, I mean, yeah, no, everyone knows that the world knows it. And he's the guy that has to stay. Sure. The, you know, Sissons players and all those guys, they'll find their feet. I mean, but the guy that has to rally is obviously Pecorino. All right, you heard it there from Mark Citron that if the Predators want to come back in this series, it's got to be on the the shoulders of Pecorino like it has been probably for the last decade, and that remains to be seen. Thank you, Mark, for coming on, and I hope we can talk soon, buddy. 
real quick, what do you? What's the final series prediction? Are you changing your? Original no, I know. I, I said it uh, at the start of this show. I'm not changing. I just think the home team wins every game from here on out, other than Game Seven. So I'm sticking uh, with my prediction. For what it's worth, I will put on note, I did have Nashville in seven, so Ooh. I'm sticking, I, I don't want to stick to it, but I once you say a prediction, you stick to it. There's no Yeah, going there's back. no going so back, of course. Stick to it as well, but M- thanks for having me. Much respect, Mark. Love you, brother. You too, my man. See you soon. Thank you. And that's a wrap here for McKenna's NHL Podcast. If you'd like to start some conversation for the next podcast, you can always tweet your NHL-related questions at McKenna underscore TLT5 on Twitter, and I will be sure to answer any of your questions regarding the Stanley Cup Finals or with the uh, upcoming offseason. So thank you again to everyone who's listened in. Uh, special thank you to Zach Flaherty for having me on his podcast earlier. And another very special thanks to Mark Citron of the Tampa Bay Lightning Power Play. Uh, much appreciated, Mark. Thanks for taking the time, especially when you're traveling. And until next time, everyone, thank you.